Everyone loves to play the victim these days, don't they? I mean, who wouldn't want to be a victim during these weird times we're going through? Everyone feels sorry for them and you have to walk on eggshells around them. Sometimes these victims get TV interviews, become internet famous and get tons of validation. But tell me this, what gives someone the right to call themselves a victim? Now, I know what you're thinking. I 100% agree with you. Some people are unquestionably victims. Sometimes terrible things happen to good people. Sometimes life isn't fair and that sucks big time for you, for me and for everyone involved. Now, I believe you understand what I'm saying because I believe you're smart, okay? But let me tell you about the time that I became the victim of theft. I've been mugged on the streets of Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, where I live. I even got stabbed, but that's a story for another podcast. Because today, I'm going to talk about what happened to me at 4.31am on a Sunday, April 10th, 2016. That day, I received an unwanted guest at my apartment at the time, while my family and I were sleeping. Now, how do I know the exact time when that unwanted guest arrived, well, I left my computer backing up the files to the cloud. And the cloud told me that at 4.31am was when the last file got uploaded, meaning that the computer lost connection at that time. So unless my laptop, wallet, and other belongings develop some kind of weird consciousness, grow a pair of legs to go on, the, on a night walk to talk about their newfound life, I guess someone had broken into my house. And you know the what? Thieves are a social worker par excellence. When a thief does its thing, everyone benefits. Now, you're probably thinking, how can someone benefit from the crime? Look, put yourself in my shoes for a while and make sure you give me my shoes back. Otherwise, you're not better than that thief. So for a moment, you are me. So the thief got into your apartment. And how did they do that? Well, the guy came through the balcony, even though it was secured with steel bars. That's a common thing in Dominican Republic, by the way. Now, you have to make the space between the bars smaller. And there you go. The local blacksmith gets a few coins from you, so he benefits from the crime. But just to be extra sure that your security is tight, you have to go to the hardware store to buy a new door lock, don't you? So the hardware store gets their payday too. All of this requires a lot of moving around, a lot of driving and a lot of walking. So you're paying for gas and your shoes will wear out with time. Especially since you're with your really old sandals and they snapped from all the walking and repairing you did that day. Everything has a cost. You also had your wallet taken. Oh, and your wife's purse also got stolen. That means that you have to buy new ones, cancel credit cards, get new IDs, driver license, and all the stuff that you put inside your wallet. You know that at least the bank is going to benefit from that. And to make things worse, they stole your computer. So you're going to need one of those two. Meaning that Apple got a big payday from this. Samsung didn't do bad either because the thief also took your smartphone. 
when, <laughs> when most of your work is online, or at least with a computer, you don't need to tell me that these things are essential. Okay, you can stop being me now, but do you see what I mean when I say everyone benefits? Tons of people got paid that day. Now, do you want to know who benefited the most? Well, my family. And this is because my parents and my parents' wife visited us. They comforted us and even stayed with us for a while. My wife and I were so appreciative of them. We had a rich paella. And it was a treat for my parents. So thank you, mom and dad. By the way, my father-in-law went above and beyond when he helped change some of the door locks. He also advised us on what to do to prevent another theft. Even my mom, she's so sweet. She replaced my broken sandals with new ones. She didn't have to do that. But she's so kind like that. Such a great mother, man. I, I love her so much. Mental mastery is about frame control. We, humans, have different filters to interpret the world. See, the way you frame the events that unfold in your life says everything anyone needs to know about you. Some view the world as a ruthless, unforgiving place where there is no redemption. Others view it as a fairy tale filled with cotton candy, ponies, and care bears where there is no evil. And a few have a more nuanced way of viewing the world as a place where you can find both good and evil and where context somewhat matters. Each of these ways are a way of viewing the world. And each of them are a way of viewing reality. And each of them are filters. And our filters determine how we experience reality. But in the end, no matter the filter you have, you'll always have the choice to of framing things differently. Let me explain myself. I could have become bitter, complain, and not like a little tiny bitch and say, oh, it was not fair, I got robbed. I certainly got angry when I discovered my house was ransacked. But here's the thing. On one side, I could have let the thief turn me into a victim. And on the other side, I could choose to understand that all that he took from me, from us, from my family, were replaceable things. See, you cannot replace family, and thankfully we came out unharmed. Now imagine if I had woken up at 4.31am on that Sunday. Things might have been very different. So I choose to view this event in a positive light. Lesson learned, I now make sure that my daughter is bolted, pull down my security shutters, Turn on the security alarm and hug my family extra tight every night before bedtime. And by the way, Felicia, you know, the baseball bat I have under my bed, also make sure that I get a good night's sleep. And here's the superpower of reframing any situation. Once you learn how to reframe your situations into learning opportunities, failure and bad luck will stop being that boogeyman that breathes down your neck at all hours. Easier said than done, right? So here's a simple thing you can do when you're going through a rut or just having a difficult situation. Ask yourself the following three questions. Question number one, what are you learning about yourself right now? Question number two, how will the things you're learning make you better, stronger, and faster? Question number three, and here's the thing about question number three. Most people avoid asking themselves this question because it's boring. That said, this is question number three. Which action you must not take to avoid making things worse. And boy, do you know that things can actually get worse. 
So by identifying these things, you can save yourself from tons of problems in the future. And in the end, it sometimes takes a bad thing to happen to you for you to realize how good your life really is. And with the power of frame control, you can change how you react to everything that happens in your life, especially the bad things. So I want to thank Mr. Thief for this life lesson. And next time, Felicia and I will be ready to give you the warm welcome you deserve. Until next time, people.